<laughs> this is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Hey everybody, welcome back. You know what time it is. It's time to talk about geocaching. This is Where Is It Now? And it's the Where Is It Now? Geocaching Podcast. And this is episode number 54. Goodness. Okay, I'm happy about it. So as you know, uh, because I wouldn't quit telling you, I recorded the last two episodes at the Panhandle, or in the Panhandle, of Florida. And just to rub it in one more time, it was wonderful. It was beautiful. It was perfect. But now I'm back in Missouri, which I do love my home, and I'm glad to be here. I'm out at the studios at uh, Digital Planet, and just north of Joplin, Missouri, recording this episode. Now, the last couple of days, I've been in Wichita, Kansas, and I have an apartment there and own a couple of companies there, and I haven't been going there as much in the last year as I used to. And it's really not because of the pandemic, it's just, well, it's for other reasons, and they're not really good reasons. So I went to Wichita a couple of days, met, uh, four or five employees I've never met before and kind of toured the business and did that thing and then got hungry to talk about geocaching. Now, I have friends that geocache almost everywhere I go, but like I said, I haven't been going to Wichita as much as I used to, and so I was a little bit, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? I was a little bit out of touch with some of those folks. I called one of my friends, and Brian, I hope you're listening. I called Brian, who uh, we used to have lunch with a lot, and uh, we used to go geocaching some, and he and I have geocached in Wichita and Las Vegas and a couple of other places, and to see if he wanted to have lunch and go grab some caches. Well, he was working from home, and his home is not in Wichita, so he wasn't able to get away for lunch or to geocache. Very sad. I was hoping to use uh, that time to kind of fill that void I feel when I'm not talking on the podcast. So I spent a lot of time talking to Brian about like, have you been caching? What's going on? How are the kids, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing is it's been so long since we cached together, uh, he didn't even know about adventure caches. So he was really excited about that and there are four or five really good sets of them in Wichita that I still haven't finished. I haven't finished all of them, so maybe he and I can make some plans to go get those. Since he couldn't go, I thought, well, I'll record a podcast, but I came without my gear, at least microphones and stuff, so I went to find a microphone. I went to Guitar Center, had no luck there, went to Best Buy, and they had a really good assortment, and I bought not the best one, which I'm inclined to do, but one I thought would work well, and took it back to the apartment, deciding that I'm gonna record another podcast and really get ahead of the curve by having several in advance done. The only problem is, I didn't do that. 
I drove home instead of staying that extra night. So I didn't even open the box of the new microphone. It's still sitting on the dining room table. That's okay. When I go back, and I need to go back a lot more than I've been going, uh, I'm going to record some podcasts from there too. I was in Wichita, and I wanted to get some uh, caches. And so on the way to Best Buy to get that microphone, I just pulled up an app, and I found a couple that were super easy to find, looked like they were in a parking lot right before I got to Best Buy on Mays. And I am going to pull one of those up. They were both in a church, and it's a big church, by the way. It's big enough that you can put, uh, or somebody did put, two geocaches in the parking lot. And I think they might could have gotten one more in there. Really big place. And I think it's Pathway Baptist, but I don't even know if it's Baptist or not. It might have been Methodist, but it is the Pathway Church. And so this first cache is called Pathway Church number one, and I'm pretty sure the other one is Pathway Church number two. Now, I'm not going to spoil these caches because if you just look them up, you will see that it tells you in the hint exactly what it was. And by the way, if you care to follow along, the GC code is GC915HS and Harry Z. Um, so here's what I'm trying to imagine. The people that hid this cash, the team was Team Dub, D-U-B, dollar sign. Now, I don't remember if I've met you guys or not, but I think I have. But here's my question. And guys, I almost feel like, well, I don't almost. I feel like for some of you, I need to give a warning before I talk about this. Because there's a chance you may be offended, and there's a chance you will just laugh, and there's a chance... You won't understand why anybody would be offended or laugh. But anyway, I laughed. And this really, it just really made me chuckle. So Team Dub, I'm trying to imagine when you got permission to hide this geocache, what that went like, how it went. I'm trying to imagine you walking into Pathway Church, talking to someone, someone in the church and saying, I'd like to hide a geocache or two in the parking lot. And then because I've been through this so many times, I'm imagining what the conversation went like. Uh, what's a geocache? And how many times have we tried to explain this? And it just seems like sometimes I feel like I'm not very good at explaining something that I do and talk about all the time when it's to a muggle. But anyway, I'm trying to imagine you explaining this oh yeah, it's this thing, and blah, 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 and I'm going to call it Pathway Church number one, and who knows, maybe people will come to get the geocache and come to church. I don't know what the conversation looked like, but here's what I'm wondering. Did you tell them what the hint was going to be? I'm thinking you didn't, or you have a pastor that has a really good sense of humor. Although, no, I don't know. I just think... It could be so troublesome to even have this hint tied to the church. But let me just read the hint. I won't keep you guessing. The hint is, lift your skirts for Jesus. Now, guys, I was speechless. I did laugh out loud. But the first thing I wondered was, oh, crap. If I don't know what the, how the church would feel about that. And if, you know, anyway, I won't go down that deep rabbit hole 
but I found it hilarious and troublesome. Have you guys seen some funny caches out there, some funny names or some funny hints? I bet you have. I'd love to hear about it. So, you know, drop us a line. Don't forget, you can email us at podcast at whereisitnow.org. And you can always follow us, and I hope you will, on our Instagram podcast underscore. No, wait, that's not right. Where is it now? Underscore podcast. And then, of course, hook, hook up with us on Facebook in the Where Is It Now pod, Geocaching Podcast Facebook group or page. Those are all the ways to hang out. I got a message the other day on Messenger, Facebook Messenger, from someone I had talked to a couple of times uh, just via geocaching message uh, about something he asked me about and I answered. And, and then I've heard him on some other podcasts. In fact, I heard him on one today. Uh, so he sent me a message saying, we should get together and talk about the Route 66 Adventure Cache, and I'm going to call it Trail. Maybe I'm sure they have a name for it. But it's where the Adventure Caches have a subject uh, or a common subject of Route 66, and it travels uh, at least from Chicago to California. We'll see when we talk to Scott uh, all the details on it. But I thought, yeah, I definitely want to talk about this. So it'll be interesting. You know, I've made comments on the show on both sides of that argument. I both love adventure caches and I worry about what it's doing to the hobby, but only enough. You know, I just, I'm cautiously watching uh, how all this plays out. But I am looking forward to driving this in its entirety and getting one million adventure lab caches. There may not be a million, but there might be. So let's get Scott. Let's see if we can call him and catch him and talk to him about the Route 66 Adventure Lab. And I'm going to call it Trail until he calls me or tells me otherwise. Let's see if we can catch him. Hello, this is Scott. Hey, Scott, it's, it's Where Is It Now from the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. I'm so happy to talk with you. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Mike, for giving me a call. This is, uh, this is great. I'm really, really happy that you're calling, that you're interested in this uh, adventure that we've been doing. I'm interested. I'm hearing about it everywhere. So I'm glad you're making the rounds and, and letting everybody hear about this project because it's big. This, is, this may be the biggest thing ever to happen in the history of geocaching? Uh, it's not the longest, uh, but I th it's Route 66. Route 66 has such a history. You know, it started with Steinbeck with uh, Graves of Wrath, uh, went into, you know, Nat King Cole, uh, Route 66, and uh, Get Your Kicks on Route 66. Um, then there was a television show, Route 66, and even up to Cars, uh, which is a fairly accurate uh, description of what happened to Route 66. I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch Cars. I, I honestly don't remember enough about the movie to equate it to Route 66, but I'll go back and watch it. So tell us about this project. So the project, uh, first, I always have to give credit to uh, KC11, uh, who started this whole concept of taking adventure labs and linking them. And he linked them on the 
uh, Lincoln Highway. His intention was to do it through Illinois. Uh, then Indiana got interested and suddenly GCHQ got interested and now you have Adventure Labs running from the length of the, of the Lincoln Highway, which is from New York to San Francisco, um, about about 3,000 miles. And uh, and I I had the opportunity to set one of those, and on the way home, I'm like, God, somebody should do this on Route 66, because Route 66 would be a natural. And by the time I got home, I'm like, ooh, I should do this on Route 66. And so made the contact with GCHQ, and they were interested, and and away we went and now we have and i i you know in a way i will agree this is the largest uh in history because it's route 66 and there are just hundreds and hundreds of people who have traveled route 66 on their bucket lists wow this is really exciting i can't wait to get out there and find a bunch of these. I just want to do the whole thing. How long do you think it would take to complete the entire series? You know, there are people, uh, there's a Facebook group called Historic Route 66, should look it up. Uh, there's 13, I'm sorry, 31,000 people in that Facebook group. And on a daily basis, there's at least a dozen uh, people who are either doing Route 66 planning on doing Route 66 or have done Route 66 and are giving information for people who are asking about doing Route 66. Uh, most of those people are planning two or three weeks to do the trip without geocaching. <laughs> now, and as you know, when you start taking road trips, geocaching, time ex expands. <laughs> Absolutely. Minutes turn into hours before you know it. So how close are you to having the complete route done? One. <laughs> we, we have, there's 94 and we have one person. He was a last minute addition and, uh, and he's almost ready to publish it. But uh, we have 93 of the 94 are public right now. Well, that's good to know because I don't want to go before everybody's done and have to drive back somewhere it depends on where they are but uh um i think the one is actually in missouri <laughs> so oh no kidding yeah it's right on i think that's on the western edge i had somebody send me a a picture the other day actually it was several months ago from chicago and they were it was the beginning of route 66 yep. and i said you know there's got to be a cache there look for an adventure lab or something there, there is an adventure lab. One of the Route 66 adventure, historic Route 66 adventures, is there, and you know, and don't don't limit yourself to hey, I got to do the whole thing. You live in Missouri, Missouri. I, I believe it's Missouri that has the most miles of drivable route, historic Route 66. So get your wife and start out, and uh, I think she might like it. I think, uh, you know, I know that my wife is, is a muggle, snuggle muggle, uh, does not particularly like geocaching, but she has been out with me doing some of these adventure labs and she finds it interesting. And we are actually planning to do uh, the few in California that I haven't done so far, plus uh, Arizona and New Mexico, once the desert cools down a little bit. Have you gone to our website yet? So it's it's root66gc.org. 
you know, I went there last night and it asked me to log in. So my question is, is that geocaching or a different login? Um, this is just in the URL. Shouldn't be asking you to log in. Well, there's a username and a password at the bottom. Really? Let me share my screen with you. Let's Please see do. if it shares the right one. See, I'm down here. Okay. Uh, just ignore that. Okay. I'll do I, it. Go, go up to the top. Share your screen so I can see what you're doing. Okay, sure. Absolutely. So go back up to the top. Yeah, I logged in that last night and thought, oh, I don't know which password it wants. Click click on click on map. All right, clicking the map. By the way, for you guys listening, we're doing this uh, uh, interview on Zoom. And Scott has the coolest background, which is really, I assume, the logo for the entire uh, event. Yep. If I can call, call it an event. Hey, you know, this, while this page is loading, let's do something now that we should have done at the very beginning of the interview. Because I know who you are, I didn't even uh, get you to say your username. Right. And so for the people listening, why don't you tell us uh, <laughs> who you are in the geocaching world? Certainly. Uh, my username is, it looks like GSM X2, but that's a multiplication sign actually. So it's GSM times two. Uh, GSM times two. My wife, if I used my first name and she used my last name, we'd have the same initials. So GSM times two. Well, okay. I'm sorry I didn't get that in the beginning, everybody. Okay, the map is starting to load. Wow, it's amazing. This is good stuff. Yeah, click click on the expand on the upper right-hand corner. Go. All right, got it. Okay, there you go. That wow. is... 94 uh, adventures, adventure labs linked together with about 875 locations. Oh my. Yep. Oh and, it, my. and it runs all the way from Chicago to Santa Monica Pier. That is amazing. It is amazing. This looks better than the ET highway. There's not as many caches, but it covers a lot of ground. And you probably wouldn't die doing this. The ET Highway, every time I go there, I'm, I'm afraid for my life. <laughs> ET Highway is an experience. I've done it twice, and it's an experience. But I think this is a lifetime experience here. This will be amazing. For those listening, if you do go to the ET Highway, and I say I've about died twice, I'm exaggerating, but there's signs that, that say, be sure you have enough water. I, the last time I went, I went in January, and I was alone and I got totally sunburnt and I only had two bottles of water and I ran out the first, you know, 20 caches it felt like. Not, I'm exaggerating again, but it's, it will eat you up out there. Yep. This is crazy. Look at, I, well, people can't see this because I'm not broadcasting, but this looks amazing. But yeah, but if they were to go to that, click on the map, take a look. Uh, why don't you uh, click over here on the left where it says historic uh, locations. Go ahead and turn that off. Just click on that little, on the check and uh, keep on going down. Historic route locations. Un unclick the... Uh, oh, I see. It's a checkbox. Okay. Yeah. So there's the adventures. It kind of simplifies the map. And uh, Good job. Yeah. So yeah, this is beautiful. It, it is beautiful. And I have to give uh, Kevin McIllen uh, credit. He's uh, 
just a geocacher who likes to do these and he's done the maps for the Lincoln Highway. Um, one second. <laughs> done the maps. For... Well, I'm glad it's a guest phone for a change <laughs> instead of my phone. Yeah. And he's done the maps for the Lincoln Highway. He's done the maps for uh, Route 66. He's done the maps for US uh, or California Highway 1, which is another series. And now the Trans-Canada Highway is being turned into a series also, and I'm fairly sure he'll do the map for that. So got to give him credit. I love it. I need to add this uh, website to my website. Nobody really knows about my website. I made it because I thought it ought to exist. But even I don't go there. I have to. But I'll add this as a link. Anyway, uh, that's the whereisitnow.org. Um, yeah, this is cool. I'm so excited. And then Canada, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm looking at this thinking, how many trips will this really be? Because I don't think I can do three weeks worth of this. You, um, well, if they all link together, you could go down Route 66, since you're in Missouri already, uh, come up California Highway 1. Uh, there's plans now to connect California Highway 1 all the way up to British Columbia, then come across Canada on the Trans-Canadian Highway. Um, and then I'm not exactly sure what's going to wind up connecting to uh, back to get you back to Missouri, but there's going to be something. I'm looking at Texas here. What's going on? Texas, uh, Texas only had 64 miles. And so uh, one, there's one adventure. It's that little adventure on the very right hand side. But if you go ahead and click uh, historical locations, you'll see that there are 10 locations. Oh, OK. I see it. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Man, this is exciting. Ah. <laughs> if you're in your car, why don't you pull over right now and pull up this website? <laughs> Even if you're out geocaching, it's worth taking just a second to take a look at this. And of course, if you're at home, pull this thing up and, and look at it with us. It is crazy awesome. Oh, look, there's a... There, uh, there were alternatives. Uh, route 66 didn't follow the same route for its entire lifetime. And so there's a section that uh, does one, one layout of Route 66 and then another that did another layout of Route 66 up to Santa Fe. Nice, nice. Yep. So, what else should we say about this? I'm, I'm, I don't. I'm I, kind of awestruck here a little bit. <laughs> I well, I can say, just go out and do this or one of them. Um, and because it is exciting, it's exciting to get on these old roads. The Lincoln Highway, uh, Lincoln Highway is the first route that was uh, mapped out. Uh, when when they did the Lincoln Highway in, uh, I think it was 1917 or something like that, um, it, it really wasn't a road. Don't think of it as a highway. You know, lots of it was uh, just a path through fields in, in Iowa. Uh, some, some of the readings about it uh, were, you know, being stuck and having oxen pull you out and... Uh, <laughs> and things like that so kind of fun and uh you know and then one of the things that i found very interesting about the lincoln highway was uh the military went ahead and did the lincoln highway 
uh, to see how you could transport troops across the United States. And they got stuck terribly, and it took them a long time. And the uh, commander who was in charge of that was, and I believe he was a, a major, uh, was Major Dwight Eisenhower, uh, who became President Eisenhower and was responsible for creating the interstate highway system. And I think it had something to do with that experience on the Lincoln Highway. Nice. Well, that's an interesting piece of history. You just hit a milestone. Did I hear that right? I did. <laughs> Thank you. What was much. it? Uh, it was a significant 25,000 milestone. And I've been, been geocaching since 2004, so I have a few years under my belt, have done some power trails, uh, have, have been actively geocaching uh, all of those years. I've never really, ta I think my longest time out is 17 days or something like that. So, uh, you know, my dad used to say he was a runner and, and he kept track of everything that he did. And he said, you know, if you just keep, keep up with something long enough, eventually you're gonna get some pretty impressive statistics. And I think that's what I've managed to do is get some pretty impressive statistics, not compared to some, but uh, I, I've had a good time with it. Well, congratulations. That's a really big number. I, uh, that's exciting. So I heard on Amy's podcast a little bit about the cash that you went to get to find this big find and it sounded pretty epic oh my god that was incredibly special um there's a geocache up there it's on magoo rock and magoo rock is scree uh it's shale deteriorated shale that's pretty much scree scree you take one step up it comes half step back one step up half step back and it's uh, a couple hundred feet up there uh semi-treacherous there was one little place where uh we had to go up it was only like a eight, six foot cliff but it's scree so you, i'm on this and i'm like i don't i can't trust that i'm that anything i'm standing on or holding on to can bear my weight <laughs> and so but i got up it and then i was with my uh my best geocaching buddy share bear 64. she got up there she equates it to uh, one of those little cats that you stick on a stick on a sliding door to make sure you don't run through the sliding door. That's what she felt like. Uh, so I got up there first, started looking and started looking and started looking. And the previous person was a DNF. And uh, finally, Sh Sharon gets up there and uh, she lays down to relax and let you know it's my twenty fifth, twenty five thousand. So I should find it and looked for twenty five minutes. <laughs> Finally saw this little rock and picked up the rock and thought, oh, maybe it's under the rock and picked it up and it wasn't. Dropped the rock and I'm like, was that plastic I just heard? And looked down and it was a decon container and uh, there it was, 25,000. Wow. Yeah. So hadn't that not been found in a while? It, I think it had been found uh, about a year, maybe about a year, I'm not sure, but it's, it's not been found. It doesn't get found a lot. Well, I, while you were talking, I Googled Scree because even though you sort of described it, I wasn't totally sure what it meant. But looking at the pictures of it, I can see why that cache doesn't get found very often. I've really enjoyed having you and, I, and I'm glad we finally get to meet. I hear your name being spoken uh, on a lot of different podcasts and I've heard you being interviewed, but we've never met in person yet. So this is pretty close to in person. 
This is very close to in person, and I'm nice to meet you, Mike, because I do listen to your podcast. You're one of a few that I listen to, and uh, and I appreciate it. You always do a good job. Uh, by your own admission, you're not the most prepared person, uh, but uh, but it's, <laughs> it makes it homey. It makes it it makes it home style. Okay, I inserted this next little bit while editing, not during the interview. So uh, it was just something I needed to say. I feel like I need to jump in and explain that comment. Uh, yesterday and today, I got up and played golf two days in a row. And I started about 11 in the morning. So I got done, you know, 1 o'clock, 1.30. And both days, it was between 95 and 100 and something degrees. I got dehydrated. I was in the sun too much and I just got uh, almost sick from it and so I went to bed today uh, as soon as I got back and slept for three and a half hours and when I woke up Scott had sent me a message saying I am available till and he gave me a time which meant I only had about an hour and a half to get the interview done I literally came to the studio groggy asleep and honestly not even sure that I'd be able to keep anything I said. And while it's true that I don't overly prepare for these interviews, in this case, I wasn't even overly prepared to be awake. It was a, a time when and I should have used judgment and said, hey, let's do this later. So in, uh, consequently, I've edited out massive amounts of our conversation, but I think we ended up with something good. Okay, now back to the end of our interview with Scott. Okay, we're going to wrap up the interview for today. Uh, listeners, please hang out after we say goodbye to Scott because we are going to do a last giveaway of some cool stuff. So, Scott, thank you so much for being with us today. It was wonderful. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I, uh, I hope people go out there and, and enjoy Route 66 or any of the other series or just go geocaching. Well, that was fun. It was so nice to finally see Scott face to face. Uh, we talked and I will see him in person at Going Caching and that comes up fairly soon. I hope to see you guys there as well. Listen, a few episodes ago, well, episode 50, we were giving away lots of stuff. And one of the places I neglected to draw a name from was from the emails we got. And I feel terrible about that because several of you emailed us but didn't enter in any other way. So I think it's only fair that we give you guys a chance to win too. So I'm going to draw for one t-shirt and one coin from the nice people that sent us emails. So let's pick those winners now. All right, here we go. For the coin, the winner is Thomas Wilkins. And I'm going to email you back and ask for your address. And you will win the coin. And for our t-shirt, it's going to be Sally Robbins. Congratulations to you two. And by the way, Skeet77, you get a coin not because your name was drawn, but because you were on several shows and you're my friend. So... I'll give you a coin too. Anyway, it was so wonderful talking to everybody. You know what you have to do now. Go geocaching. See you later. You've been listening to the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. Please subscribe, rate us five stars in your reviews, and tell your friends about the podcast. 
Now, be good lads and lassies and go and find a geocache.